God, help us to hear you and to know you this day. Amen. Our scripture reading from a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't here, Pastor Aaron was here. It includes a line that is so moving, so valuable and intimate, so important, that it is worth hearing again this morning. And so as we end our journey into the book of Ruth this month, let's return to the story of Naomi and Ruth. And I'd like to hear these words again through the message translation of the Bible. One day she got herself together, she and her two daughters-in-law, to leave the country of Moab and set out for home. She had heard that God had been pleased to visit his people and give them food. And so she started out from the place she had been living, she and her two daughters-in-law, with her, on the road back to the land of Judah. After a short while on the road, Naomi told her daughters-in-law, go back, go home, and live with your mothers, and may God treat you as graciously as you treated your deceased husbands and me. May God give each one of you a new home and a new husband. She kissed them, and they cried openly. They said, no, we're going on with you to your people. But Naomi was firm. Go back, my dear daughters. Why would you come with me? Do you suppose I still have sons in my womb who can become your future husbands? Go back, dear daughters. On your way, please. I'm too old to get a husband. Why, even if I said, there's still hope, and this very night got a man and had sons, can you imagine being satisfied to wait until they were grown? Would you wait that long to get married again? No, dear daughters, this is a bitter pill for me to swallow, more bitter for me than for you. God has dealt me a hard blow. Again they cried openly. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Naomi said, look, your sister-in-law is going back home to live with her own people and gods. Go with her. But Ruth said, Don't force me to leave you. Don't make me go home. Where you go, I go. And where you live, I'll live. Your people are my people. Our God, your God is my God. Where you die, I'll die. And that's where I'll be buried. So help me God. Not even death itself is going to come between us. When Naomi saw that Ruth had her heart set on going with her, she gave in. And so the two of them traveled to on so the two of them traveled on together to Bethlehem. Where you go, I go. Where you live, I live. Your people, my people. Your God, my God. Not even death will come between us. Over the years, there have been many interpretations of the loving response between Ruth and Naomi. And some feel like we heard Pastor Aaron preach about a couple of weeks ago, that this is an example of a family of choice, a chosen family. Ruth chooses Naomi and her people, and that creates a new kind of family. And other people have wondered if Ruth and Naomi are in an intimate relationship. Perhaps they were lovers. 
In fact, we know that the same Hebrew word is used to describe Adam's feelings for Eve and Ruth's feelings for Naomi. In Genesis 2.24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. The way that Adam cleaved to Eve is the way that Ruth clung to Naomi. And countless couples have validated this interpretation by using these words as their vows, as a model for how spouses should love each other. But these words can go even deeper, encompassing not only the connection between two people who love one another or the bringing together of a chosen family, but they speak also to a way of living for each of us, a way of connecting with one another, a way of being the church together. It's simply the willingness to look to our neighbors, to our friends, and to those we barely even know, and especially to those who are suffering, ostracized, or marginalized, to be able to look at them and say, where you go, I will go. Almost nine years ago, I got a call that would change my life. My mother, Rita, had died. And I don't remember much about the days after that happened, but I remember what I did in the minutes after I heard the news from my dad. First, I called Matt, my husband, and asked him to come home, and he came right home. And next, I called my friend Peter. And Peter is one of my best friends. He's, he's come to visit here before. And I called him because I knew Peter would pray for me. He would be there for me. And as I moved into the dark nights of grief, grief that lasted for me several long and difficult years, he was there for me. He went where I went. So this is the question for us today. Where are we willing to go for those in need? And not just for the people we already know well, who we are already willing to accompany through those dark and difficult moments and journeys. This is a question that is important for us, especially on a day like today, when we celebrate our commitment that Colonial Church be a place of love and welcome and affirmation for all people, regardless of who they are, who they love, where they come from, what they might have done in the past. This is a question that makes me curious about what we can do for others, how we can companion one another, not only on a journey of faith, but on the journey of life. One that, like Naomi's experience, can be one of great sorrow, but also of great joy. And so this is a question that makes me wonder, how can we, how can you, bring joy into one another's lives? And the answer is going to look differently for each of us. For some, it will look like becoming active in social causes that ensure that everyone is included, everyone is treated fairly, and everyone has a place at the table. For others, it might look like a change of heart or a change of mind, a change about the way you interact and look at the people around you. It may involve a recognition of the inherent worth and dignity of all people. 
And so as we think this morning about how we might affirm and love one another, I want to share a song by Shoshana Jevwa that puts the words of Ruth to Naomi that we have been hearing about all month to music. And in this time of reflection, I invite you to open your heart to all of God's children. kind of love needs to be poured out into the world right now. We live in a world that is filled to the brim with hatred and fear. We live in a world of social and political division. 
We live in a world where children receive the message that the way God created them is wrong and sinful. We live in a world of racism and violence. But that's not God's world. Like Ruth, we stand together this morning to declare that where you go, I will go. Where you journey, I will journey. I will walk with you when you are sad, fight for you when you are pushed to the sides, honor you for the beloved child of God that you have been created to be. Your, <clears throat> your sorrows are my sorrows. Your needs are my needs. Your life is bound together with my life. This is what it means to be the church together. This is what it means to be open and affirming and loving toward one another. This is what it means to live out the good news of our faith the gospel of Jesus in our midst today, the reality of God's realm broken open on this earth for you and for me and for all of us, a world that welcomes all, brings us all together, nurtures and heals and blesses every single one of us. That world exists now. May it be so. Let us all cling to the power of love on display, on display in our scriptures, from the love of Ruth and Naomi to Jonathan and David, and also to the love on display right here, right now, in you and in you and in you. Where you go, I will go. Your people, my people. Your God, my God. Your divine, my divine. Amen.